Hello and welcome back to the Live Big Podcast with me, Ananda Kate. And this is episode two of our season four of the Live Big Podcast. Today we're going to read a beautiful poem and talk about mantra and why it is so powerful. So grab a tea and let's dive in. So welcome back to the podcast. I'm actually traveling right now um, in Texas visiting family. So it's been a little bit scattered. Um, I wasn't even planning to do an episode actually because I just wanted to take some time for myself. Um, I haven't been working at all. Just taking some time to be off social media and um, really just ground into the present moment because I haven't been able to do that for a long time. So I'm really grateful um, for this time to step away from my responsibilities, my worries, my fears, (laughs) all all those things that come up no matter what it is you're doing in your life. Um... So it's been really nice to just let go. We have also, my mom just got a new puppy, so I've just been hanging out with the puppy here. And um, I'm also going to be taking a couple days to go sup boarding out on the ocean. And um, we're right on the ocean here, so I'm going to do that. I also have a few places that I want to go and see. I'm going to... um, get up tomorrow morning watch the sunrise on the beach so i'm doing all those like really soul nourishing things that i know i need before i go back home Um, i haven't traveled in so long so it's really really hard for me to even think about going home right now um it's just i don't think you realize how much you miss traveling until you go and you haven't been in a long time so it's just yeah, it's. It took me two days to get here as well, so I'm. I'm just trying to, you know, that that first week I was just unraveling, and now this week I'm actually able to really relax and enjoy. So really, really loving that. Um, but I want to get to it, and let's um, let's dive into a poem today out of the Goddess Nest. And today the poem is called the fourth precept holding space so if you have the book this is on page 110 and ones and zeros have been coming up for me a lot lately like overly um but this is the poem before the ritual the guided ritual of holding space for someone else We sit here together and prepare to open and receive the pain you so courageously share. Without the need to fix you, I listen with honor. Here we are safe to share without judgment and to speak into a silent ritual of healing. 
I promise to be the sounding board that will allow you to heal yourself. I hold space to receive you fully and stay comfortable in the moments of silence that provide time to integrate and open with words that may have never been said. This is your time, not mine. I am in service to you and I promise to listen without condition or perception. My ears are open and I release my ego now. I listen with an open heart and I let these words that are shared never leave my mouth once we walk away. In perfect trust, in perfect love, we are one presence. And so I love this poem. It just really reminds me how to hold space for someone else that I'm not here to give you any advice. I'm not here to fix you. I'm just here to hold space for you and be a sounding board for you to heal yourself. That's it. And I love the ritual here too. Um, And this is a Buddhist practice that allows for healing and preparation for conscious elevation uh, to let go and prepare for connection with the world. Um, The fourth precept has three rules when holding space for someone. One, open space and make the other person feel safe. Two, do not hug the person if they need to cry as this closes them off from expressing emotions and subconsciously communicates to them that you want them to stop crying. Three, do not show any facial expressions so as to not make them think that you are accepting or denying any of their feelings. Four, do not speak, nod, or try to fix their problems, but simply hold space and silence for them like a protection warrior, for them fully to express feelings and know that the floor is theirs and that you're not that you are simply receiving them in your heart. Um, And so this practice may take a long time. So you need to set enough time aside for some difficult emotions to be processed. It's very hard to practice rule number two because it's hard to not comfort someone when they are feeling down or crying because that is our natural response to pain Um, but it is a very powerful practice to simply just let someone be in the moment of their processing um, while having a sounding board to witness them fully without judgment this practice takes time and experience and this is the power of listening and receiving without engaging so i'm just going to say that again This is the power of listening and receiving without engaging. You'll begin to see the person open up 
and they may even begin to heal themselves in the presence of your undivided attention. Hold space in the silence, which at times may be uncomfortable. So you need to be really comfortable with silence and just letting them, you know, if they finish speaking and then there's more silence there, just let the silence be there because then there, that provides space for them to say something that they may have never said. said. You know, sometimes we try to fill the void of the silence, but really important to just let the silence be there. Let it, that's part of the holding the space, right? So this is where some of the most important processing can happen for them and the release of pain can begin um you can light a candle to begin the session and stage the space to clear residual energy that may influence the conversation the most important part of this ritual is to allow the other person to feel completely safe and comfortable so you may want to create a goddess nest for them or simply make them some tea. It's sometimes that simple. You can also crush some eggshells to seal the circle of trust around you both just by sprinkling the shells around the circle. To close the session, when they have said their own words to you that they are done, you can tell them that you honor them for showing up and sharing their truth can bow to them and tell them you see them in all their glory and honesty this is the power of holding space for someone and so i do like to teach this in like my ceremony certification when i'm teaching people how to host a really powerful ceremony um because to me it's the most important part of of any ceremony is learning how to hold space for someone now if we don't feel comfortable holding space for someone else, most likely is because we're not used to holding space for ourselves. So that's the really the first step is learning how to go to your mat and just sit and grieve or feel, just hold space for yourself. Like whatever comes up, you're not trying to fix it you're not trying to judge it you're not trying to analyze it you're not trying to put your emotions in a box it's not like oh i'm feeling this way because a of a b and c it's like well maybe you're not maybe you're just feeling that emotion for absolutely absolutely no reason and except for the fact that the emotion still lives in the body and is trying to process through (laughs) so sometimes we just have to hold that space for ourselves to let the energy or the emotion the feeling come up and release and really feel it really just be there to feel it whatever it is so a lot of the times you know if i'm feeling like agitated irritable aggravated i have anxiety whatever it is Um, a lot of the time like I'll either exercise or I'll go to my mat and just have a good cry let it start to get in touch with your emotions because they want your attention and the more you suppress your emotions um, basically the more suppressed of a person you're going to be so you don't really want to do that you want to be in that space where it's like okay I can be with my emotions without judging them without 
shaming myself for feeling this way or crying or whatever it is and fully fully be accepting and loving of yourself and honoring those emotions because honoring emotions is so so integral to elevating and becoming a more mature person um if you can hold space for yourself then you won't be as uncomfortable with other people showing their emotions in terms of crying or expressing their anger whatever it is you can actually learn how to hold space for that without judging it and I think that that is the, one of the biggest issues in society, in our society is that we don't accept emotions just as they are. Um, we don't accept anger, especially from women. Um, and that just all goes back to our own traumas, our own, um, the way that we were gr- brought up in our families in terms of emotions. So you also kind of want to look at that. Um, how were emotions dealt with in your family? Were they fully embraced or were they suppressed or like not at all expressed at all? Sorry, my puppy is, (laughs) he's on his back. He did a little somersault. Um, yeah, so learning how to hold the space for ourselves if this can be healed with each individual with each person on the planet i'm not saying everybody's going to do that but if that happened our world would be a much calmer place because we we would understand emotions more and we would be more accepting of them and our ego wouldn't be as defensive towards them. So it starts within each individual and then once you have learned how to hold space for yourself, you can start to learn and and start to hold space for other people. And and the most powerful moments that I've seen is seeing that in, in someone else is when I hold space or silence for someone and I'm not nodding or engaging or anything. I see them start to open up in ways that is so powerful because I'm letting go of the reins and all I'm doing is just holding space for that person to do what they need to do and um, they start to heal themselves and they start to cry or they start to uh, really really express what's truly in their heart like the real gritty stuff of why they feel the way that they do and um, I believe that there is no other there's not a more powerful healing experience than that because that's like trusting in the universe that there is a greater way to heal than that of the intellectual mind and i know that there is a space for therapy and i think it's really important that people start to become aware and understand what the why factor of their emotions but then i also think it's super important to let go of the why factor and the analytical response to emotions and just allow them to be allow them to be in the body allow yourself to feel them be compassionate towards yourself be kind hold a loving space for yourself to just feel whatever it is you know if it's anger scream into a pillow whatever it is like we need to learn how to embrace our emotions there is so much hurt in the world there's so many horrible things that happen in the world just for the simple fact that people don't understand how to process their own emotions. 
So I'm really loving this message today of how to hold space for others and how to hold space for ourselves, especially in this time. You know, in December, it can be really, really stressful. The holidays can be stressful. A lot of us don't enjoy them, um, but a lot of us do enjoy them. It can still be stressful because we've got a lot of things we got to do. You know, maybe you're with family. Maybe you are doing the present thing this year, whatever it is. But, and it could be anybody, (laughs) you know, I just find relationships in general to be very complicated. Um, We try to simplify them as much as we can, but they go up and down just like our emotions, right? So (laughs) we have to just stay, uh, do our part for ourselves. That's what's important here. Keep your side of the road clean, clean house within yourself um really really let the emotions be held uh on your own so that when you're either triggered or you feel anxiety or something comes up that you're able to deal with it a lot better because you've already done the work for yourself and it really is like cleaning house it's like you don't clean up your emotions within yourself um you just got a lot of clutter going on in there and then you add another emotion to the mix and of course you're going to react and burst because you haven't done the work to clear a lot of the emotion within yourself through meditation or holding space or whatever it is um so really important to do the work on yourself before um, being with other people or before reacting you know really important i'm not perfect you know i react and i I am very, very um, aware of my emotions. I don't suppress my emotions either. I try not to react. I try to respond. Um, the only time I would try to suppress my emotions is if I needed to stay away and actually feel them and then come back to a situation. Um, but I think it's really important that we don't suppress our emotions, um, but we, we deal with them in a healthy way manner and that means holding space for ourselves feeling the emotions and then coming back to the relationship the situation uh with a lot cleaner house within us um so we're not dealing with so many emotions you know and i hope that really helps kind of just as a reminder you know i'm sure a lot of this stuff is like consciously we know this but we need to dive into the subconscious to be reminded of it and let our inner child know that it is safe to feel it is safe to um yeah just be present with emotion and that it no matter what emotions coming up that it's okay to feel it if we're doing it in a healthy way um proactively I think proactively is the word here, (laughs) Um, not reactively. So um, I hope you're having a great December. I wanted to come on just briefly and connect. And I will be back back home next week. So I'll be back on my podcast. Today's Thursday, so um, I will try to be back on Thursday because I get home on Tuesday, traveling on Tuesdays. 
And I hope that you get some time to really, really just enjoy yourself and be present. Um, hopefully you're getting some time away from social media or just being online. You get some time away from work and really allow yourself to um, marinate and feel into the things about life that you enjoy like what is it that just brings you joy without a goal (laughs) I think that's really important I'm actually gonna we are we're painting a beautiful painting my mom and I together here on a big canvas and like we're putting a lot of work into it but it's just a painting for us to enjoy you know And that's really inspired me to go home and just paint. I love painting. It's so meditative and uh, it's fun. (laughs) So I'm going to get back into that when I get home. And I'm really um, starting to get some clarity on what are the things that bring me joy? Because I'll tell you what, it's not social media and it's not TV. So I'm getting off of that. And I've also received a lot of clarity about my business while I've been away of like all the things that really aren't bringing me joy in my business and the things that I need to change. And one of those is I need to get an assistant. (laughs) I need somebody to get online on my social media to take over the design work, to take over the events online so that I can focus on expanding my business and focus on you know, what are the future artists, you know, a lot of different things are going to be changing in my business and the things that I offer because I have to expand. I'm really at a place now where I'm expanding. So yeah, traveling brings clarity. Um, So that's the other thing. If you can get out of the house and just see a new perspective somewhere, I highly hope you get to do that. I hope that that's something that you um, have available to you. I think it's super, super, super important for us as humans to step away from the the daily grind and the monotony of like just every day being the same is just not living not living our lives (laughs) um all right well have a good day i will talk to you next week and uh namaste love you all